honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on the Paladino Live Network. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I'm your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Timberwolves Explosion is available on all your favorite podcasting apps. And of course, we are a member of the Basketball Podcast Network. Very happy to be a part of that. Absolutely. So definitely check that out. And we'll be talking about DraftKings coming up starting the second segment. As now we're going to jump in. We're going to review the games. Only two to review. I'm actually <laughs> with my new setup here. And, you know, with the schedule, the way it is right now, the sporadic releases until, you know, approximately Black Friday or so, the schedule release will be sporadic rather than on Fridays like it becomes once I am back to one job again. I'm uh, recording this show during, during, for the first time ever, during a Timberwolves game, like I did just recently with the Minnesota Wild as well, just yesterday. During a Timberwolves game right now, up 31-13. to 13. Anthony Edwards already 12 points. A lot of you are probably already uh, <laughs> very excited with how things are going with that one. Obviously, with this game right now, everybody pumped up uh, Anthony Edwards. Kind of a slow start to the season, so, so, sort of, but has definitely kicked it into high gear. Starting off this one against OKC, of course, an underachieving, frustrating loss to the Utah Jazz, as they just kind of got too comfortable. The Wolves kind of went into cruise control. So it looks like we'll be reviewing two games, of course, and kind of going on the fly with this one. So it's kind of like three, kind of like, but it's like live watching the game as I'm recording. And then we'll preview, yeah, well, since we're playing the Spurs three times, we'll talk about the Spurs and the Lakers. Yes, to wrap up the month of October. So kind of similar to the Brave the Wild, but those were actually all different teams. We're playing the Spurs three times in, like, how many days? Like, seven days. Okay. All right. So it sounds good. All right. Cool. Well, that's easy. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of weird, though. Hopefully the Wolves win all of those games. Definitely a golden opportunity for the Minnesota Timberwolves to finish the month of October with an outstanding, an outstanding record, which would be 6-1 and one if all goes well. Minnesota did defeat OKC Thunder uh, on the season opening night. Of course, everybody insanely excited to see what's going to happen now in the Tim Conley era with Rudy Gobert as the starting center of the Minnesota Timberwolves, giving up some pieces, some significant pieces, like Jared Vanderbilt and such. Of course, you're going to be talking about him with Utah Jazz, but also seeing guys like, uh, you know, Jaden McDaniels stick around and be very valuable for years to come. Uh, Anthony Edwards. Uh, we get a chance to see how Rudy Gobert and D'Angelo Russell work together with a pick and roll and all that. So more and more excitement coming in those aspects going forward. And, of course, Carl Anthony Towns working together with Rudy Gobert. Because, of course, we'll get to those now, if humanly possible. The Timberwolves, again, opening up with OKC, like I just said. Jaden McDaniels, what a nice uh, showing in his first game. And full-time starter going forward here. I'm sure he's going to be hanging on to that role for quite some time as small forward. Power forward Carl Anthony Towns, only 12 points in his first game at power forward officially going forward. Uh, Rudy Gobert, uh, uh, him and Carl Anthony Towns forming some early chemistry. Obviously, Carl Anthony Towns, you know, timing his passes, hitting Rudy Gobert for a couple of alley-oops. 
just it's going to be exciting to see how these two continue to develop chemistry because it's going to be uh, if the Timberwolves win a championship they'll have a big part of it there's no doubt about it Carl Anthony Towns though only two of ten ultimately only ten shots attempted and 12 total points struggled in this game shot a lot of three-pointers two of seven not so great there Anthony Everett's also one of seven again forcing up a lot of shots four of 17 certainly not a great opening for Anthony Edwards but hopefully tonight with OKC Anthony Edwards continues to head in a, a better direction which how he's been looking so far Jalen Noel's definitely had some really nice games to open up his Timberwolves career Rudy Gobert though with 23 points led the Wolves in this victory 23 to 16 changed a lot of shots only got one official block but changed several he also got dunked on uh by Laurie Mar- uh, nope, that's the next game. <laughs> I'm going crazy here. I apologize getting too excited to talk about Wolves basketball. But um, at the end of the day, this was a, a, a decent opening for the Timberwolves. It's just, you know, the Wolves look like they had things going, look like they are in cruise control, but the third quarter continues to be a thorn in the side of this franchise for I don't know how many years. Occasionally, some, some season, some weird random season, the Timberwolves are good in the third quarter, but generally speaking, it's been... A killer for this franchise forever. OKC actually was like ahead for a bit, 35 to 22 in the third quarter. Timberwolves really struggled to open the second half, and I don't know what it is. It's it's frightening. Again, we missed shots, and they made their shots. It's that kind of thing. You know, the missed shot creates obviously <laughs> advantage going the other direction. Insanely frustrating. Uh, Torian Prince extremely efficient off the bench, four of five overall, three of four from downtown. Again, nice start to his season as well in limited minutes. Torian Prince in only eleven, uh, or in in only twelve and a half minutes, got eleven points and was insanely efficient. The guy who's led the club in assists so far this season, both Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns, both with seven assists each. But again, both of them struggled mightily from the floor. But the good news again, both of them t- uh, finding other avenues to help the club by setting up other players and drawing the defense towards them and releasing on the passes. <laughs> and it's funny how D'Angelo Russell only had two assists in the game as well. Again, don't anticipate too many of these. Of course, it's very distracting. As I'm doing this show, I keep wanting to look. Yeah, obviously, I want to keep up with this game as well. Oklahoma City kind of, kind of, yeah, well, the Wolves have missed a few shots in a row here, so it's a little frustrating. Kind of a bit back and forth. And we're playing the same team as well. Talk about distracting. But only two games to review, so it's not going to be that complicated. Ah, turnover and a layup there. God, come on now. Come on now. See, now you get to hear how I sound like watching a real game. Not really. That's a little bit different than, come on now. (laughs) But, yeah, it looks like so far to open up the season, Bryn Forbes, not not so much. I think as the season continues, he'll get more and more minutes. And, of course, guys get banged up. Guys get tired. Guys struggle. And then Bryn Forbes has good practices and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, gosh, he's been making everything in, in our in our scrimmages, in our practices. And get him out there. Get him out there. He's going to be a threat for us. So, got to think Bryn Forbes' role will evolve during the course of the season. He'll get more minutes some nights. He'll get less minutes other nights. And uh, obviously, if he's a hot hand, they're going to keep him in there. Chris Finch kind of goes with the flow, and that's what we like about him. There he is out there right now, and he just missed a three. Kind of, that, I don't know. I didn't really like that shot very much. He was kind of twirling in the air on the release in that one little bit, uh, I don't know. I don't know. That wasn't my favorite shot, actually, that I saw. All right. But uh, Rudy Gobert has definitely been a vacuum cleaner when it comes to rebounding so far. Unfortunately, guys like Carl Anthony Towns, the numbers aren't going to be there as much. 
So, uh, luckily, again, there's another alley-oop. <laughs> Rudy Gobert is the next Garnett, isn't he, when it comes to uh, alley-oops and such. You know, he's, he's Garnett for us now, like with all the alley-oops from point guards and forwards. I remember Tom Gugliotta used to hit Gar, uh, Garnett with the alley-oops back in the day, and of course Marbury. That was always fun. Honestly, D'Angelo Russell is the closest type of player to Stefan Marbury that we've had. You know, obviously, again, he had a wonderful play in the Utah game. We're about to get to that one shortly that puts the Wolves into overtime. It's just annoying that the Wolves are in that position in the first place that we had to tie it up to go to overtime, and you end up losing. That's just great. But there's kind of a reason for that, and we'll come back to that shortly. In this one, it's similar, though, to getting, you know, kind of going into cruise control. That's bullcrap. And 26% from three-point land. Come on, guys. 10 of 38. That's crud. So, miss, a lot of missed shots. Not pretty. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns also getting a technical foul on this one. And he just, I don't know, and the, the, the kicking, the lag and stuff. It's just, I don't know. All of you getting pissed off at people for saying, stop with the damn speeches. All of you on the face of Crages out there getting pissed off at those of us that would say, us, mostly us grizzled veteran, you think we're just crusty Mike Zimmer types, but not not always. Sam, we're getting tired of the speeches. Just go out and play. And then I got compared to Megan Kelly. Actually, it's kind of funny. It wasn't Megan Kelly. It was Laura Ingram that said that, the shut up and dribble. Yeah, well, maybe you should shut up and dribble because the speeches aren't helping anything. They don't help anything. Eventually, when you're a teammate and you give the same speech over and over again, oh, this is, or you just kind of get too dramatic about everything all the time, guys start tuning that crap out. That's just the way it is. That's reality. So if shut up and dribble offends you, so be it. 41% from the floor, that's crappy too. I don't know, but the Wolves did win the game, so I better shut up and, and uh, podcast. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was funny, right? Wasn't it? Maybe. Some of you might think it was. I thought it was. Okay, sorry. October 21st, Utah Jazz come to Target Center. Rudy Gobert welcomes the Jazz home before they welcome him. Well, no, welcome the Jazz to his new home before they welcome him back to his former home. And who knows how that's going to turn out. There is something about the Utah Jazz. Every single time they do this, where they kind of start over from, say, the Carl Malone, John Stockton era, and then the next guy and the next guy, and, you know, the Rudy Gobert and uh, Donovan Mitchell era, they get, they get a, they keep a couple veterans like Mike Conley, who's kind of been a glue guy forever. He's, he's been kind of the glue that's held that team together forever. Hell of a hell of a prospect years ago, coming out in the Kevin, Dur Kevin Durant draft years ago now. Hell of a prospect. It was like, uh, man, it was like the big three, wasn't it? Greg Oden, Kevin Durant, Mike Conley. It was like, oh, God, I can't wait to get one of those three. Greg Oden ends up being the biggest bust in history with injury after injury. Kevin Durant becomes one of the greatest players in NBA history. And Mike Conley ends up becoming a very, very, very good point guard who isn't a super legend. That kind of thing. But then you get all these other feisty guys who have something to prove. Like Jordan Clarkson, who's been traded away from the Cleveland Cavaliers, the LA Lakers and such, and he has been the biggest frickin' Wolves killer I've ever seen outside of, uh, I don't know, other guys. But, uh, well, Conal Malone was definitely a Wolves killer years ago as well. Uh, who could forget that? He, I believe he's still the all-time leading scorer against the Timberwolves. And, well, he's one of the all-time leading scorers in NBA history, too. Carl Malone, anyway. Jared Vanderbilt, rejected by the Wolves, traded away and all that. He's got something to prove, and he had 14 rebounds in the game. You can tell I had a lot more to say about this one than the uh, OKC game. 
it wasn't a great game. The OKC game was not good. This wasn't good either. I mean, it's entertaining and it's interesting. And Anthony Edwards put up 30 points. Massive improvement after a schmucky, crappy uh, season opener. Carl also had a major improvement. But then you get Rudy Gobert going Bill Russell on it. 23 rebounds? Are you serious, man? Sheesh. Carl he Towns, so much for the double-doubles, huh? <laughs> you got the vacuum cleaner out there. You got the... You got the black hole, if it's okay to say that. If that's not offensive, too, since everything else is offensive, like maybe this computer screen's offensive, too, because of some reason. Um, I'm going to stop. Better. Uh, but Jalen Noel continues to be that Vinnie Johnson, Chauncey Billups, when he wasn't starting type of guy. He reminds me of Chauncey Billups a little bit. Does <laughs> He reminds me of Chauncey Billups, Jalen Noel. I smile when I talk about him, and I think a lot of people do. He is quite the spark plug. 18 points off the bench. Just loved what I saw. I love seeing Jared Vanderbilt pull down those 14 rebounds. I loved the four steals and he also is capable of uh, you know, swinging the ball around. He wanted about four assists in the game, making some nice plays. Mike Conley also. A guy you know, if the Wolves had Mike Conley instead of D'Angelo Russell, I wouldn't be complaining. I really wouldn't. He's a nice, he's just a wonderful floor general. Plays solid defense. You know, and he hits shots that he needs to hit. 12 and 11 in the game. And then you have Jordan Bleep and Clarkston, who hits acrobatic three-pointers at times, especially against us. And if he's not hitting those, he's setting other players up for layups, dunks, and spot-up threes. One up with six assists in the game. Jordan Clarkston just killed us. And he is he is absolutely one of the biggest Wolves killers in this era. Hopefully the sound quality doesn't suck, by the way. Uh, obviously, I'm facing the other direction again. But I think the last show I was as well, if I remember correctly. So... It kind of ebbs and flows how I do this show. So those uh, maybe new listeners on the Basketball Podcast Network, hopefully you don't mind. <laughs> hopefully the audio isn't too bad. It, it shouldn't be. It's about, it's a real microphone. It's an M-Audio producer USB. This is a real microphone. It's not some cheap thing I got at, you know, wherever, at, at Walgreens or something, you know, for like 20 bucks or something. <laughs> you just rip out of the little package and, hey, I'm a podcaster. No, no, it's a little bit higher quality than that. Rudy Gay's been in the league for about 19 years. No, it's 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 quite a few, though. It's about 16, right? He's the last guy off the bench at the moment for the Utah Jazz. Well, 10th guy. Had a heck of a game, though. No, he didn't have a heck of a game. He was out there, and I was like, oh, my God, Rudy Gay's still playing. Yes, he is. Walker Kessler had four blocks in the game, and that's what he's going to do. That's his special skill. There's something there with Walker Kessler, and... I wouldn't have minded him on the Wolves, but if Rudy Gobert's here, so be it. Uh, obviously, there's more to Rudy Gobert than there probably ever will be with Walker Kessler, but Kessler has a shot to be something special in the league as well. Kelly Olenek, what the heck, 21 points. He was hitting threes. He was torching us. He was driving us nuts. Five of six from downtown for freaking Kelly Olenek. Come on, man. That drove me nuts. Kelly Olenek, when did he become that great at it. He also followed out, which made us feel a little bit better for a couple seconds. And Laurie Marketing again did a, uh, had a dunk on Rudy Gobert, and Rudy Gobert blocked him another time, so it was a little bit of back and forth between those two. But Laurie Marketing, I mean, this whole Wolves, uh, this whole Wolves, this whole Jazz team has Timberwolves connections all over it. Not the whole thing, but there's a lot of guys. Laurie Marketing, of course, was the draft pick the Wolves took before we made the trade for Jimmy Butthead. There was obviously, again, Zach Levine and Laurie Marketing to the Chicago Bulls for Jimmy Butler. Wahoo. And we all know how that turned out. Fun, 
first season, it kind of, first couple months anyway, the rest of the season, there was just a vibe of, yeah, he makes us better. Yeah, he puts the Timberwolves in the playoffs, Jimmy Butler, that is. But you could tell they were the Timberwolves were never going to reach a level higher than where we were going to potentially be when we were floating around fourth and fifth during the season before Jimmy Butler got hurt and we wound up with the eighth seed and got slaughtered by Houston in the first round. Yay. But we made the playoffs. But uh, again, the ceiling for this club was fourth and fifth seed in the, with the Jimmy Butler era. That was the ceiling. And you're not going to win a championship doing that. And you give up Zach Levine. And depending on how much you like Laurie Marketing or some other potential pick that could have been there, it's just, I, 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 I just don't know. It was, the, it was a weak trade. It was weak. No matter how much everybody loves Jimmy Butler and he took Miami to the finals and everything. Uh, but he, he came here and just, he came here and was a pseudo, he's a pseudo NBA legend. That's what he is. That's what he'll always be, a pseudo. NBA legends take their teams to championships. NBA legends are the team, are the reason why their teams win championships. Not the guy who misses the big shot at the end over and over again. Not the guy who forces up shots when he doesn't need to. When somebody else may have had a better shot at winning a game for you. Not somebody who, you know, bullies half of his team just because he can. Not somebody who rolls in acting like he's won six championships. Like the Wizards, Michael Jordan. Who, who obviously, I loved Michael Jordan forever. But he did make a jackass of himself with the Washington Wizards. It's, let's just be honest, he did. So, I mean, and that's kind of what Jimmy Butler was doing with the Wolves when he came here. So, now that I've gone on to that rant and that tangent and got that out of the way, the Wolves end up, again, looking like the better team for so long, and then here came the third quarter again. 33-23. to 23. Why? why? Just why? I mean, you had 41 points in the first quarter. You followed up with two 23-point quarters. What the hell is that crap? You, you get 46 in the, in, in the second and third quarter combined. Versus 41 in the first quarter. What is that? Just seriously. So, again, getting into going into cruise control and the other guys on the other team, that feisty group of players that said, hey, you, you rejected us. You traded us away. We're going to kick your ass. We're sick of this. You know, I mean, hell, hell with you guys. You think you're just going to roll over us? Ha <laughs> ha. Jordan Clarkson, you know, I've, I've torched you with Cleveland. I've torched you with the Lakers. And I'm going to torch you again with Utah like I did last year, off and on during the season. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm just going to keep doing it, keep driving you guys crazy. And he did. 29. 29 for Jordan Clarkston. And unfortunately, the Wolves end up not coming out the victors in this one. Again, the nice behind-the-back crossover. <clears throat> D'Angelo Russell clutches, you know what, putting the ball off the glass and forcing it into OT, which was awesome. But then the Wolves get doubled up, 12-6 to 6 in overtime. It's just, ugh, and Laurie Marketing hitting big shots, big making big plays when it mattered most. He didn't shoot particularly great in the game. Only 2 of 10 from downtown Laurie Marketing, But made the big ones when he needed to and wound up with Kevin Garnett-like numbers in his stat line. He got his block. He got a single block because Garnett wasn't the king of blocks. He'd changed shots, but he didn't get three blocks a game. He got like one, one and a half. 24 points, 5 assists, 13 rebounds. Yes, that's Garnett-like numbers. It is. Just not 10 three-pointers attempted, that's all. But just Garnett-like numbers from Laurie Marketing. And I'm sure his defense wasn't as good as Garnett's. But just saying, this, the stat line looks like Garnett. It's just kind of funny and ironic. A great game for Laurie Marketing. I'm giving him credit. Kelly freaking Olenek in his 5 out of 6 from downtown was enough to make you want to break the TV screen. Along with a guy named Malik Beasley with a nifty little dish from uh, Jared Vanderbilt kicking it out to Malik Beasley for the spot-up 3. 
Three of nine from downtown. Beasley was about typical Beasley, though. 16 freaking shots off the bench. Six of 16. Mm, you know, how, how does 30% sound? Great. 30-ish percent, anyway. 40% overall for Utah from downtown. Very good game when it comes to that stat. And the Wolves, well, made one-third of our threes. And better from the floor, generally speaking. 45% versus 40. 46%, anyway, versus 40. 40-ish, like 40 and a half versus OKC. In this one, the Wolves are maintaining a 10-point lead at the moment, 46 to 36. It's been kind of parallel ever since about eh, midway-ish through the first quarter. It's been pretty pretty much a parallel ever since then, but at least, again, the Wolves are maintaining their lead, as you'd say in, like, NBA in the zone and stuff. Timberwolves maintain their lead. And I don't know what that was, a shot from Switzerland. Of OKC there. Who's that guy? Is that Giddy? Is that JG? Is that Josh Giddy? <laughs> I think so. I think he was a little too giddy about his field field goal attempts there. I don't know. Not great. I don't know. I don't know. I sound like Bill Guerin of Minnesota Wild. Huh? <laughs> I did it again. Check it out if you want to listen to hockey as well. You like both winter sports. Heading close and closer to the half here. So we'll probably be in the second half as we do the uh, second and third segment and such. Hopefully the Timberwolves can come out of this one. Congratulations to the Philadelphia Phillies. National League champions where they're probably going to play the Houston Astros in the World Series. So Bryce Harper will finally get his shot at a at a ring. So in the World Series. Philadelphia back in the World Series again. And unfortunately, San Diego Padres, not. Yankees, it looks like they're up 2-0 right now at the moment I'm recording this second. <clears throat> but Houston is up three games to zero. So that's not good for the Skanks. I don't think anybody wants the Yankees or the Astros to win. Uh, but, yeah. It, it, Philadelphia has that that vibe this year. Like, they're that cute team with the worst record in the playoffs. Is going to go all the way and win the World Series. Pardon me. Like, the 87 Twins. Like, the Washington Nationals just a couple of years ago. Where nobody on the planet was like, Washington Nationals are going to win the World Series. And they came and beat the Houston Astros. Could be the case this year with Philadelphia. Uh, we'll see. At, Atlanta was pretty good last year, but... Still, not many people are picking them to win either. So, we'll see what happens. Well, before I make a complete idiot of myself and forget to pass out the awards of this episode, or at least from, from the two games the Timberwolves have played so far and the current one right now, I gotta say, the Lone Wolf Award is gonna go to Anthony Edwards. Uh, obviously looking super good right now. And, of course, the 30-point effort versus the... Utah Jazz. Now, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Rudy Gobert. What am I talking about? Rudy Gobert, the vacuum cleaner, pulling up all those rebounds. What am I talking about? <laughs> I feel kind of silly there. Rudy Gobert, like 23 rebounds the other night, and a great, great, great showing versus, uh, you know, in his first game coming uh, versus the uh, OKC Thunder. 10 rebounds already. Holy schmuck. So he's on course for 20 again tonight. So yeah, it's Rudy Gobert. I apologize. I'm losing it. But Anthony Edwards, honorable mention for sure. It's not going to be Carl to the Towns, unfortunately. The Johnny Flynn Memorial, I don't think that's going to be Carl either. That would be kind of mean and rude. But I don't know. Jade McDaniel's not as great versus Utah, but he didn't make many attempts either. Johnny Flynn Memorial, maybe just in general, just the third quarter right now. It's too early for me to rip on a certain player. I think it's too early in the season because yeah, nobody came out and just stunk up the joint. 
I, I don't think like say Nas Reed played nine minutes versus Utah and made all or missed all three of his shots. I'm not going to blame him. He did get two blocks in the game, which actually is pretty kind of cool for a nine minute like interval there or nine minutes total anyway. Bryn Forbes, we'll see how that develops during the course of the season. Austin Rivers didn't do anything basically in the eight and a half, so I'm not going to pick on Austin Rivers right now. So it's a little too early. Just the third quarter in general. Yeah, come on, guys. You can do better than that. You know, just crappy. Second and third quarter in a lot of ways versus the Jazz. But hopefully the Wolves can maintain things versus OKC, who's definitely an inferior team. Utah might end up being kind of good this year. With that, we'll take a quick break and we'll talk about the Spurs three times. Or we'll talk about them once, but kind of make three predictions, I guess. And then talk about the Los Angeles Lakers. We'll be right back. And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion, segment number two, starting the third quarter here. Anthony Edwards with four fouls, and guess what? OKC Thunder are within four points already, just two minutes into the third quarter. So, yeah, you'll get to hear me doing uh, during the third quarter of this game. Hopefully I'm not cursing and swearing at the TV and all that. But uh, let's get to DraftKings right now, our main affiliate with... The Basketball Podcast Network. This one's a bit updated, so let's get to that one. I almost messed up and went to the older one. So, NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back. So tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up game parlays. All right. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where to go to bet on the NBA. So, yep, any team like this, like the Wolves and Warriors, Wolves and San Antonio Spurs, come on now, stick to the Wolves. No, I'm just kidding. You get games like TNT coming up, these exciting games and all that, but Wolves and Wolves and Spurs are playing them three times. You might make some easy money uh, picking the Wolves to win those games. Hopefully it's easy. Just uh, watch out for the third quarter, I suppose. <laughs> Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Dang. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Yes, sir. So, that'll definitely be in the show notes to say the least. Yeah, Timberwolves, yeah, the third quarter. Oh, well, if if there were bets in the third quarter, bet the other team. You know, if, if they ever switched it into quarters, that would be really interesting. Then you could make a billion dollars betting against the Wolves, basically, right? Kind of like shorting a, a stock. <laughs> stock, oh, there's DraftKings right now. There's DraftKings right now. <laughs> That's cool. So amazing timing. DraftKings flashing on the screen with Kevin Hart uh, yeah, talking about his Hundreds of million of dollars. I don't know where he got that money. I guess he's kind of funny, but hundreds of millions. Hmm. 
Anyhow, maybe it's the DraftKings, right? So, San Antonio Spurs. Wolves will play the San Antonio Spurs three times. What is this, the bubble or something? It feels like the bubble's back. 24th. Their players are back-to-back, so that's going to be real interesting. Watch out for that third quarter. I've said that enough. 24th, Monday. 26th, Tuesday. Or, excuse me, Wednesday. Pardon me. That would be torture. Three games in a row. Friday against the Los Angeles Lakers. These are all in Target Center. And then the Timberwolves head to San Antonio on the 30th. Again, Halloween Eve, as some of you celebrate that holiday like it's bigger than Christmas. I still say Christmas is bigger than Halloween, but there, there's a fun part, I suppose. The festive and the, you know, the autumn and all that. So, do enjoy. I'm not going to bash anybody for celebrating something, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Try to be reasonable if you can, I suppose. Spurs. Pretty sure we play them four times a year, right? We're going to be playing them three times right away. And then April 8th. April 8th. Wrap your head around that. October 24th, 26th, 30th, and April 8th. All right. Well, that's interesting. Spurs have won three out of their last five, which are pretty much... Nope, they've only they've only played three games. Apologize. So they are 2-1 and one so far, losing to the Charlotte Hornets in the season opener, 129-102, getting their butts handed to them in San Antonio, and then winning both of their road games, beating the Indiana, Indiana Pacers, who they've made trades with in the past, including Kawhi Leonard. Oh, Indy. Ooh. Ah, ooh. <laughs> yeah, Indiana's lost quite a few trades the last couple of years, last several years, too, even though they've had some good ones in the old days. And the Spurs beat the Philadelphia 76ers on October 22nd. Those are back-to-back road games. Indiana to Philly. A little bit of travel involved there, too. Impressive. 134, 137, 134, 114, 105. That's actually really good. That's really good, actually. <laughs> good job, San Antonio. Again, we play them three times, three out of the four games here. Keldon Johnson leading the club with 21.3 thus far. Devin Vassell upping his game to 18.7. Really nice defensive, gritty player. Adding a little bit of offense, and he was a 3 and D guy coming into the NBA. Well, his threes are about 35% so far, but Keldon Johnson, 41, almost 42% on the season, and 47% from the floor. Incredibly impressive thus far in getting the rebounds and such. He's leading second on the team in, in rebounds behind Jacob Podol, who's averaging 9.3 for Disperse thus far. Zach Collins is on the Spurs at the moment. Gorgie Zheng is on the Spurs. He's played in two games thus far. Hayda Bates job. So a couple of Wolves connections. Jason, uh, Josh Richardson, pardon me, is on the Spurs. He might wind up on every team in the NBA by the end of his career, except here. Because, uh, you know, all the trade rumors were him coming here in the Jimmy Butler trade. And it was going to happen. It was done. It was going to happen. And then it just didn't happen. And then it just didn't happen. And then it still didn't happen. And um, But he'll be on everybody else at some point. He's going to be on everybody. Like, he'll be on the Lakers. He'll be on the Clippers. If he hasn't already, he'll be on the Suns. He'll be on the uh, Utah Jazz. Yeah, you get the idea. I think you get the point. The Wolves should be able to take care of business in at least two out of the three, I think, in this series. And at least I hope so. Maybe you win both of the games at Target Center and not win one on the road. Or you split the Target Center games. I actually wouldn't be surprised if the Wolves do not win the game tomorrow because of the back-to-back. The Wolves have stunk in back-to-backs historically, particularly after winning, which I think the Wolves are going to do tonight. It looks like the Wolves are back up by nine, so that's encouraging. Uh, after messing around, it looked like it was going to be about a two-point game here. And like I said earlier, Anthony Edwards picked up his fourth foul like one minute into the third quarter and was left in the game. Of course, one more. You know he's going to sit on the bench till at least the fourth quarter and pray to God nothing stupid happens. 
So, Rudy Gobert again also getting to the rim. Anthony Edwards did not draw a charge in a play. That was nice and hit a three-pointer, thankfully. Whew, that looked like a charge, but maybe not. It looked like a flop. Edwards driving to the basket. Now, gosh, he has been something else tonight. I am very impressed. I like the physicality, the determination, and he looks more mature now than ever. Ah, man. You know, yeah. Yeah, there, there is. He's, he's going to the All-Star game this year. Anthony Edwards is going to the All-Star game this year. I, I don't think there's any doubt. Just, just don't get fouled out now, okay? That's all I'm asking. <laughs> but he is having a hell of a season, uh, hell of a start to the season. And his ability to drive to the basket, you're really seeing it in this game. But you saw it in the preseason as well. Just using that physicality, and he's got eight rebounds to boot. Rudy Gobert with 14 on the on the game tonight. Mm, love what Anthony Edwards is bringing. Just, man, I'm very impressed with how he attacks that rim and just drawing fouls and or just getting through people with his physicality. Ah, man, lucky roll there by Josh Giddy. You son of a... Okay. <laughs> but let's get back to the Spurs here. Again, I'm thinking the Wolves will not win the back-to-back because, -back, you know, that's just kind of how it's been. The Wolves have not been winning back-to-backs after, say, they win a game. They tend to lose the next one, and it's been like this for like literally like 17 years. I'm not even kidding. But I do think the Wolves win the other two. One of them will be in San Antonio. That'll be on Sunday the 30th. I think the Wolves win that game. Uh, maybe I'm completely off, but I do think the Wolves win Wednesday and Sunday. That's my guess. And do not win on Monday. Something along the likes of... Some, sometimes guessing the score is kind of silly. It'll probably be higher scoring. Spurs and the Wolves are higher scoring clubs at this stage. Something along the likes of, but then again, the Wolves aren't going to score as much tomorrow. I think you know they're going to be they're going to be tired, that kind of thing, back to back, regardless of they're young or not. Anthony Edwards will lead the Wolves in scoring versus the Spurs. I can totally feel that happening. It's going to be Edwards or Gobert. I mean, or maybe Jaden McDaniels just goes off or something crazy. But I think Anthony Edwards gets upper twenties, like twenty eight points versus the Spurs. But the Wolves end up falling one twenty four to. 118, something like that. It might seem a little high, actually, but I don't know. Spurs thus far are 10th in the league in points, 23rd in rebounds. The Wolves are actually number one in the league. Thank you, Rudy Gobert. Thank you very much. Field goal percentage, Spurs are 11th. Wolves are 24th. Wolves are 5th in the league in points, by the way. Uh, Three-point percentage, Wolves are 28th, but the Spurs are 11th. Steals and blocks. Both clubs are in the top. Well, in the in, in blocks, Spurs have eight. Wolves have ten because Gobert hasn't been blocking too many for some reason, and Wolves don't get a lot of steals. But you know that's going to come up at some point. Assist to turnover ratio. Spurs are thirteenth. Wolves are twenty seventh. Both clubs are struggling in the turnovers, both in the twenties, and all that. So interesting matchup for these two clubs. But I do think again the Spurs win tomorrow. I'm actually not going to pick Anthony Edwards to lead the Wolves in scoring tomorrow. It's going to be D'Angelo Russell. He's going to get 28, but the Spurs win the game. I think Anthony Edwards will lead the club in scoring on Wednesday with 33. 33 versus the Spurs, and the Wolves win that one by a final score of... This one actually might be the lower scoring one. 121, right around the Wolves' average, to 112. Wolves will win fairly comfortably. You know, It won't be the... It won't be a blowout or anything, 
but Anthony Edwards with 33 in the victory. Los, uh, and I think the Wolves then defeat the Spurs in San Antonio. I think something like, uh, Car- yeah, Carl Anthony Towns will lead the Wolves in scoring on the road, believe it or not. It'll be Carl Anthony Towns with that one. He's going to get about 28, and the Wolves win. Final score in that one, 133. Maybe it goes to overtime. 133 to 130. It's going to be really high-scoring, epic battle, but the Wolves win. As for the Los Angeles Lakers on the 28th, they have been, uh, well, Vince Germano will probably admit it. They've been Cleveland Browns-like, and I like the Cleveland Browns, and I don't hate the Lakers. I I really don't, especially when they have the classic uh, look, which they've had since uh, the last couple of years now. Anthony Davis has been healthy, and they're still 0-3. Okay, they played two games, but still, he's played in both of them. All right, go get him, baby. Uh, there was some weird report, obviously it was fake, that this is Ant- uh, this is LeBron James's final season. And I was thinking, wow, yeah, I guess it makes sense. He's been in the league forever. Shoot, did, when, when did he start? You know, 03, 04, right? Gosh, that's almost 20 years now. It pretty much is. Yeah, it pretty much is 20 years. And and so it wouldn't totally surprise me. But then it's like, no, it's, it was a complete bogus uh, Twitter thing, which flies around all the time, like... Um, Odell Beckham Jr. is coming to the Vikings. He's not coming to the Vikings. He's not. He's going to wind up with the Chiefs or the Buffalo Bills. When that report was floating around, I'm like, yeah, that's exactly where he's going to go. He's going to go to the Chiefs or the Buffalo Bills. And, you know, he's become a full-fledged ring chaser at this stage of his career. And, well, if he wins another title, good for him. Matt Ryan, I thought he was quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts and formerly of the Falcons. Huh, no, okay, I'm just kidding. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan? Who's ever heard of Matt Ryan? Who's ever heard of Patrick Beverly, too, is talking about he's gonna kick, basically going to kick our ass because um, Chris Finch didn't call him first when he was getting traded. He didn't call him until later. And it's just, okay, whatever, dude. <laughs> whatever, dude. If Chris Finch called you early, you'd think that was disrespectful, too. Like, I, he, he really wanted me to leave, didn't he? It would just be something like that. Patrick Beverly's not going to be satisfied with anything, you know. You you say hi, you're 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 coming off soft, or you're or you're too aggressive, or something. You don't say hi, you're an asshole. Seriously, man. I mean, there, there's nothing's going to satisfy the guy. So I don't give a crap. Kind of like half the people you work with these days. Some people you can't satisfy. So why bother? Russell Westbrook's another one, and <laughs> whatever. I'm not even going to get into that one. It's I, I don't know. They The minute Russell Westbrook suited up with the Lakers, the, no, not even. The minute the trade was announced, I kept sounding the alarm, sounding the alarm. This is, they blew it. They are going to die. They're dead. <laughs> they blew it. The, the Lakers are going to completely implode because of this move. It was the dumbest mistake, probably in the history of the LA Lakers. And every franchise that's been around forever has made a lot of dumb mistakes at some point sometime here and there <laughs> like trading Shaq away okay I'm just kidding he was getting a little older but you know obviously it was kind of sort of the way it was things were so crappy there uh, between Shaq and Kobe at the time God rest Kobe's soul that something had to give but the minute this Lakers team traded for Russell Westbrook I kept sounding the alarm and I didn't quite get the response I thought I was going to get. I got the response of like, oh, it'll be fine, Joey. It wasn't, though. It just wasn't. And I'm, I'm not trying to say I'm right, but 
it didn't work out. That's all I have to say. It didn't work out. So, Wolves will be playing the Los Angeles Lakers three times this season. Friday, October 28th. Friday, March 3rd. Wow, and Friday, March 31st. Friday, Friday, Friday. I guess the Wolves and Lakers will play on Fridays this year. All right, so we'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, Lakers are 29th in points. I, 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 uh, Wolves are getting number one in, uh, I'll just say the points and rebounds. Wolves are fifth in points, number one in rebounds. Last year we were fifth in, uh, we were number one in points, which is crazy. We'll see if that changes. The Lakers, 29th in points, 17th in rebounds, 30th in field goal percentage. 30th in three-point percentage, Russell Westbrook. Number one in steals, though. 12 a game. All right, Pat Bavick, as you're bringing a little bit of that. 20th in blocks. Assist or turnover ratio. Both of these teams are in the 20s. The Wolves are really stuck in at 27th. And 26th for turnovers. Yikes. Meaning a lot of turnovers per game. Lakers are 21st. So on and so forth. The Wolves should be able to beat this Laker team. We all know crazy, stupid things can happen. But I think in this week of a oh, week and a half, so to speak, or 10 days, to, no, not 10 days, it's about eight days, the Wolves will, I think the Wolves go four and one and wind up with a great finish to the month of October, six and one. A lot of people were kind of predicting another lop, Carl Anthony Towns, to Rudy Gobert. This is going to be fun to watch for a long time. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch these two guys. Ah, Jaden McDaniels looks like he got checked, like in a hockey game. I think he's okay, but kind of hit in the face pretty hard. Looks like he's okay. If he was hurt so bad, he wouldn't have received the ball. They would have just said, no, 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 go to the bench. So, must have hurt for a second there, Jalen Noel. Okay. <laughs> but yes, Wolves will beat the Lakers, I believe. Leading scorer, Carl Anthony Towns. He always plays very well against the LA Lakers, at least most of the time. The Wolves will win the game comfortably. At least I'd like to believe. Carl Anthony Towns reaches 30 for the first time this season. And the Wolves defeat the Lakers. Final score of, uh, it's not going to be the highest scoring game, I don't think. We'll say like 115 to 105. Wolves win by 10 versus the Lakers. Carl Anthony Towns leads the club in scoring. So with that, we'll take a break, come back for some fan interaction and continue monitoring this live game <laughs> versus the OKC Thunder. I know it's weird and different, but hey, if SodaPod can watch games live at times while they're doing their shows, why can't I? Heck with it. SodaPod, of course, they're more than likely the ones that may have referred me. Uh, maybe, because there isn't a, you know, we're uh, Brave the Wild and all that's We're friends. SodaPod and the Hockey Podcast Network. We'll see if Brave the Wild gets there as well. But um, that's going to be a later announcement at some point. Yeah, you know, so we'll come back. Damian Lillard with 41 tonight. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fun dynamic to do this live. It's like I've never done it, and I've been podcasting for 14 freaking years, and I've never done this. Where, <laughs> you know, I'll have live games on of like different sports, like baseball, football, you know, or it's a different team, you know, like football, like you know, Sunday night football, Brady versus whoever, you know, versus Mahomes or something. Yeah, and, you know, the Vikings already played. But this is the actual team playing, and then other, like, numbers floating around the screen as well. It's kind of fun. It's a fun way to do this. But, yes, like I said, we'll take a quick break and come back for fan interaction and wrap this thing up.
And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion. Looked like the Wolves were about to cough up the lead completely down by three. <laughs> Thunder missed a three. And then uh, next thing you know, Wolves are up by eight again. Oh, Carl missed one on the corner there. It would have put the Wolves up by 11. That would have been awesome. But um, mm, that would have been cool. Anyhow, at least the Wolves are up by eight at the end of the third. So kind of sort of hung on. It is okay, see, though, without uh, Chet Holmgren. So Chet Holmgren broke his foot, if you're not uh, remembering that one. Season preview, five people retweeted it. Or was it six, actually? Thank you so much. Derek Felska. Um, yeah, Brave the Wild fame. Thank you so much. Benzo out of the Bronx. Levi Brown out of New Zealand. Tanae Brown out of New Zealand. Vince Germano out of Melbourne, Australia. And the Basketball Podcast Network also retweeted the most recent episode. Thank you so much. And, of course, I'll make sure to keep that promo code right there. Everything will be in the show description, but also on the Twitter and everything, too. Uh, Follow DraftKings. Get that. uh, Download that app, and let's go. Yep, enjoy. I was saying Luca Garza's been impressive. Nice touch from the outside. Looked good out there. And he did make the Timberwolves, which is really cool. He actually made it, but don't expect him to get a whole lot of minutes right now, unfortunately. Um, nobody actually responded. Well, that's a bummer. So it's mostly just kind of follows and likes and retweets. But those of you that have, thank you so much that have. So not a whole lot of fan interaction this week. There'll be more. I probably should have been tweeting during this game, but I was busy doing the podcast. Most of the time, yeah, I will be, when I'm watching the games, I will not be recording a podcast. I'll be tweeting. So apologize. I probably could have brought some more interaction going into the show. Things will get better, and I there's a pretty good chance I'll be joining the Utah Jazz show as well. Utah Jazz beats at some point. Uh, my schedule sucks so at the moment, so we'll have to wait and see. We're going to talk about Rudy Gobert. It might be a delay for a little while, unfortunately. So just in case the Jazz beats, if you're listening, that uh, that would be why. Of course, again, the two jobs, you know, working in the morning and then working in the evening, it's kind of tough. So once that's done, the seasonal job's done, then I just work in the evening, and then maybe we'll figure out something at some point. <clears throat> Something's got to be figured out somehow, some way. It'd be cool to be on their show, Jazz Beats, uh, to talk about Rudy Gobert. And very impressed with your guys' start, by the way, just in case you're listening. Um, and nice, nice logo to the show as well. Uh, yep, I like this Jazz team. And again, nice logo for the podcast. Again, they're also a part of the Basketball Podcasting Network. So really, really proud to be a part of that. Thank you, thank you, Kyle for uh, having me on board there. Really appreciate you. With that said, I guess that's going to be pretty much a wrap. Please write positive ratings on iTunes, Stitcher, you know, things like that. Uh, you know, iTunes is just Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Audible, and Spotify. I think you can just do star ratings, one through five, whatever. But uh, please put a review if you could. I'd really appreciate it. And tell your friends about the show. And again, get that, <laughs> get the DraftKings app and Follow the uh, the Basketball Podcast Network as well on Twitter, as along with uh, along with uh, at T Wolves EX at T Wolves EX, and of course Facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion. Nothing on Facebook; it's been real quiet, unfortunately. But sometimes Facebook blows up and gets things going. Um, final thing: if you'd like to get on the show with an audio submission, all you got to do is open up that smart device that all of us have. Every single one of them has a free voice recording app on it. Just open it. Press record, treat it like a phone call, just talk right into it with your earbuds or your or you're just talking right in, you know, right into the, the microphone on a regular phone call. Or you could use uh, your laptop or whatever with a uh, sound recording via a uh, sound recording program, app, well app app application, whatever, like Audacity or something. Do whatever you want, uh, create a sound file, 
of basically you talking to me, talking Timberwolves, or NBA in general. It would be wonderful to hear from you. I will then, if I need to, convert it into an MP3 file, which I usually would if it's coming from a phone. You would then email it to paladinolive at yahoo.com, paladinolive at yahoo.com. That'll also be in the show description. And, of course, again, I'm going to say that um, I will convert it into an MP3 file thanks to zumzar.com to get it into the uh, Audacity program here. With that said, have a great week or two, depending on when the show is recorded next. Shows will be sporadic leading up until Black Friday or so depending on how things go. And who knows if I have to work on Black Friday. Who knows with the stupid lawn service, because last year was pretty crappy. But probably still find a way to do the show one way or another to get caught up with Timberwolves Explosion and all of that. Take care, everybody, and talk to you soon.